many memories have come flooding back. I put this song on repeat, just crying my eyes out. It made me feel so bloody alive. This song really nails the feeling of nostalgia for a place. And we all just stopped talking and just stared at the radio. Like, what is that? It's part of the noble genre of songs by women about masturbation. I love it. I love that song so much. Box. Meet people through their music with Ash Berdebez on FBI. My guests on Out of the Box today have rolled into town from the other side of the world on bikes. And they rode here from Ukraine. And along the way, where possible, they've recorded folk music from various groups. And their names of Lodomir Mulia and Varenya Kvitka but when they make music together, they are known as Faulknery. Varenya, Volo, how did I do with names? <laughs> uh, Volo, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yarena may be a little bit uh, harder for you. Yarena. Yeah, so in Ukraine we say Yarena, but you can say Yara. It, it can be easier and shorter. <laughs> Thanks for making it easy on me. So welcome to Out of the Box. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so you have basically ridden bikes all of the way over here. Of course, there is water between Ukraine and Australia, though, so it's not all been bicycles. How long has it taken you? When did you start your trip? Oh, we started a long time ago. It was... A long uh, time ago. (laughs) It was uh, 1st of October 2014, so now it's um, 16 uh, 16 months and uh, 20 days. Something like this, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Actually, I want to ask you, what... What part of the trip, what country or what, what stretch of road was the hardest and the most treacherous and the, the, the scariest or the longest? <laughs> you know, everything uh, is very different, was very different, different countries, different cultures, different people, like um, different rules of uh, government in different countries. But the most uh, stressful for us was India. <laughs> really? Why? Because it's a lot of people everywhere and uh, you can't stay alone any second. No, around you will be every 10 people, like 50, 100, and they will touch you. They will ask you, ask you. And oh, it was sometimes <laughs> so hard. And there is no any rules on the road. Yeah. It, it was crazy. Only one rule, blow horn. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was totally, totally house. Ha- Chaos on the roads. It's it's very hard um, to cycle in India, but it's very interesting culture and it's very um, interesting landscape uh, and people. You know their faces. We made the best photo in India photos because their eyes. You know their skin color of eyes and skin and their colorful sari. It's beautiful. But hard. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing with India, though. The chaos is what makes India interesting. You get yeah. so much variety, <laughs> so much noise, so many interesting people. But then trying to get a bike through all of that to the other side is probably yeah. really difficult. Where, where was your favorite stretch, your favorite place that you uh, rode a bike through? Uh, so oh, I think it was uh, Iran. Iran? Iran. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, because of people. People are fantastic. um, They are very friendly. Very hospitable. Uh, You know, we stay in Iran, cycling in Iran two months, and we sleep in our tent only two times because every night they invite us to their home and propose to stay there. And we was first night. It was like uh, we don't know this country, and we read a, a lot about this country and different information. It's Muslim. Yeah. Also, people were saying, "Be, be afraid yes, of Iran." Yes. My mother cried, "Don't go to Iran. They will kill you." <laughs> they I are said, terrorists. Who will kill you? They are terrorists. Oh, it was so. Oh no. So when Poor mom. <laughs> yeah. So we when we came to Iran. First, like first hours, and people, hello, where are you from? Uh, come to my home. Let's have lunch together. Yeah. Or and you're like, like, oh my this. god, are you gonna kill me? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, our thoughts was like this. Uh, no, thank you. We, um, another time. Yeah, another time. <laughs> but so first night, it was in park, in a tent, in in Iran. 
And like, I don't know, maybe 50 people came to us and bring some food, a cake, a soup, apples, <laughs> uh, everything. And they say, come to my home, come to my home. But we were so tired and we, was, we wanted just to sleep. And next day we say, okay, yeah. if you we will sleep. go. And next, every, every, all next uh, nights we, we slept in, in the houses of yeah. Iran. Amazing. It's that Arabic hospitality. But so officially they can't do it. They They're not can't. allowed to have people over. No. So for government, um, it's, uh, they have some rules from government. They can't invite and host people from another countries. Uh, but people don't care and they invite. That's so good. They were breaking the law for you so yeah. they could give you soup. <laughs> yeah, they, can g- they gave us a lot of food and they invite uh, their friends, their neighbors, their f- another family cousins to meet us. Yeah, so we play for them. We play for them, for family. But their families is very big. Like um, can be 12 children in one family. Wow. So it was big audience. We sit and play <laughs> for them Ukrainian songs and they play for us and they like show some their local music. So it's very interesting country. Amazing. Yeah. So we're going to hear a little bit of your live music in a bit. But the first song we're going to play is actually from Iran. Yeah. So who who is this that we're going to be hearing in a moment? It's amazing band Rastak. Uh, for us, they are very fantastic because they do like uh, what we do. They uh, collecting old songs from villages, from old people, and give them new life, and made some new arrangement how they feel. But they use old song, and what is very strange for us that this great band is not uh, famous in their country. They are famous abroad because they can play a concert in their country, in Iran. Why can't they play a concert in their country? Because uh, their government have some rules, uh, like if you play songs about Allah, about politics, you can do concert, but if it's something else, you can't. Wow, so yeah. you're, you're basically banned from making music about like love or any of the other things we make music about no you can't so we met one time we met one musician in iran and he said like uh, he had band and he uh, they prepared concert and they sent all documents to government they agree they said okay you can do they said all text lyrics and they agree and give them like yeah you can do it they rent a uh, stage uh, they sell tickets but before two days before concert government wrote them letter you can't do it what <laughs> yes so you have to you yeah. have to basically say here are the lyrics we're going to be singing it's totally fine you know yeah. you, can, you can you know what's going to happen yeah yeah just is it just because they don't like art in the government? Like, what is it? I don't know. Maybe they don't like when people gather together. Uh, More yeah. than, I don't know, 20 people. Because it's a sense. threat. Yeah, and especially young people. Because young people are very different and they want to be, to have another rules of country. And they want, uh, they watch TV. They they know how to live in America, in, uh, in Europe. So they follow in Europe styles. And I think government don't like it. And it's a why, maybe it's a problem to organize concert. And <laughs> if you try to learn uh, uh, Iranian language, you will see in Iran, bar, like how to say bar in Iranian language. There is no bars in Iran. So there is no this word in Iranian language. <laughs> wow. How do I say bar in Iranian? Well, there, there isn't any, so we don't yeah. have a word for it. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. So there's no place to drink. No, Obviously no drinks. No drinking. No, yeah. no, no. It's but I think it's uh, one of the good things in in this country, because for us, uh, it was fantastic for us to see like uh, people in Iran um, have fun without any alcohol. Because they have to. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to. <laughs> but they they really was uh, was fun and uh, enjoy and yeah. s- dancing at party, home. Party party like home. Uh, in. Um, like uh, we do, like Australian do, like Europe, uh, European, very fun, but no alcohol. It was fantastic. Yeah. I think it's good. 
I guess that's the thing. Like, we have never had to learn how to be comfortable around a large group of people dancing without being drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we've never had to do that. Anyway, we've got that track that you brought in, this Iranian track. What was the name of the artist again? Rastak. 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 It is Yara and Volo from Faulknery in the studio with me today. You listen to FBI 94.5. guests from the Ukraine and they are a band called Faulknery made of Volo and Yara and we are going to hear a live song in a second but first I'd like to talk a little bit about your music where did your will to make Ukrainian music come from 
because not everyone does that in the Ukraine. So uh, before I um, made our band, Volodya played lots of years, like 10 years in rock bands. And I sing in, in one um, theater and we use lots of uh, old uh, traditional folk songs. So when we met and uh, decided to go to traveling by bicycle, so we think, oh, let's take some instruments like drums and some learn some Ukrainian songs and we'll play everywhere in the street where will be possible. So we did it and we uh, later we back to Ukraine and think, oh, let's do some band. So we started to make our band in 2010 or nine. Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah. So we try uh, we try to find some new people, but it wasn't so easy uh, to find people with the same thinking. And uh, what was very important for us uh, that we want to keep uh, traditions and. Um, because you know uh, this pop culture everywhere destroyed traditional uh, songs so for young people it's not interesting and we decided to uh, search and discovering and collecting old old uh, lyric songs from uh, grandmothers grandfathers in the villages uh, finding uh, these songs and uh, gives them new life like uh, new arrangement with different instruments sometimes we use african drums uh, turkish uh, australian didgeridoo some electronics you know <laughs> wow. And we think it's more interesting because um, it's our story, like story of our traditional songs, but in our uh, in our view, in our um, understanding. Like grandmother, when she's singing this song, it has story. And our story is another, but the same words. We see something else in this song, in these uh, words. And most of words in old songs are not so easy to understand because it's old language. Ah, <laughs> so. uh, it's kind of the, yeah, it's a bit archaic, I guess. It's kind of people don't use those words anymore. Yeah, like yeah. dialect. Mm, yeah, of course. And sometimes we do from a sad song, we do uh, very fun song. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> punk songs or and opposite hi or hip hop. You know, we use hip hop style, for example, and all traditional song. And the grandmothers, oh, I was just about to say, how do you do feel it? about yes, that? Yes, they destroyed our song. But come on, we don't destroy. We just uh, think it's more interesting now. It's a reinterpretation. Yeah, and it will live more. It will not die with you with grandmothers, you know? Yeah. And in Ukraine, we have lots of uh, traditions, lot of uh, celebrations, um, because our weather is changing every time, not like in Australia. So uh, different changes, you know, mm -hmm. like our winter, it's minus 20. Our summer is plus 30. So it's wow. very different Beautiful. weather. So, and that's why we have different celebrations and different rituals had not now, not in 21 century. And most of songs are from these celebrations, from these rituals. And uh, now we will play one song from summer, summer celebration. Yeah. It was the best celebration in July, a night uh, from 6 to 7 July, uh, in maybe 50, 100 years ago, young girls and boys gathered together in a forest. They uh, did big fire, they dancing, they uh, laughing, singing, and they searching each other to be couple <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's like tinder like here now we have disco uh, disco clubs and in that times they gather in a uh, forest uh, or some <laughs> village party yeah village party <laughs> and uh, but sometimes it was uh, sad stories uh, because someone can uh, uh, meet one guy and you like him and he like you so you start to have some relationship in that moment <laughs> But sometimes it can be some accident because of fire. Ah, and is that yeah. what this song is about? This is sad song. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's from that celebration about one girl. But it's sad because she died uh, because of water. So water took her. So she drowned. Um, yeah. I think it's because maybe it's because of uh, she didn't find her ah, guy. So it was suicide. Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. So someone went to the party in the forest to try and pick up a dude and just have a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Didn't find we, someone. Yeah. 
went went for a swim didn't come back yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. in in uh, our songs we in ukrainian traditional songs we do, we, we don't have uh, direct text direct words about this we Happened. what we can uh, imagine it's yeah. not an yeah. obvious story yeah. it's you interpret yeah. it Well, I'd love to hear it. Well, we have Faulknery in the studio at FBI Radio. You're listening to Out of the Box. And this is a song from them called Ivana Kupala. box that was Faulknery in Ukrainian so that was amazing and I think it's uh it's probably time for us to take our next song and I was wondering if you'd like to take maybe something a bit of a, a departure from the Ukrainian folk and go with some Ukrainian rock music an iconic band that you've brought in can yeah. you tell me a little bit about them <laughs> yeah it's favorite the most of, most favorite uh, band of uh, I think um, uh, of all Ukrainian uh, uh, People. So you know, uh, because of history, um, till 1991, Ukraine was uh, uh, in Soviet Union, so it wasn't so easy for musicians uh, to sing- singing or to make music in Ukrainian language or uh, to 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 make music, you know. But they, uh, these guys from west part of Ukraine and especially west part of Ukraine for uh, Soviet government was something uh, very strange. Because uh, they still have language, uh, west parts of Ukraine, and uh, culture, and these guys start to cheating this um, Soviet uh, government, start to laugh from them in their songs, and they <laughs> are like icons because they they was first uh, band. Uh, who start to do something like this, and they start their career in 1989. Uh, it was the beginning of crash uh, Soviet Union. So they start to do it in Soviet Union. So it was their wow. protest. Was that dangerous for them? Sometimes it was danger, but after two years, uh, Soviet Union, it was crash of Soviet Union. So it was easy for them. Yeah. <laughs> to now we've free. lost our reason to make music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's play that on FBI 94.5. You're listening to Out of the Box in the studio with me today, uh, Faulkner.
Radio on FBI 94.5. Listen out of the box. Falconry are my guests today, Yara and Volo, and they brought on that song, which is a bit of a bit of a middle finger to Russia from the early 90s. There actually are quite a lot of Ukrainians in Australia. Yeah, yeah. very big community. Yeah. In Brisbane, in here in Sydney, in Melbourne. And they invite us to when um, when we started, just started expedition uh, more than one year ago. Uh, they invite us come to Australia, come to our house. Do you do you often play music for the people that you stay with? Yeah, some yeah. Um, in in cities like Brisbane, here is Sydney, Melbourne. We had and we will have um, uh, concert and uh, like two parts: concert and uh, documental uh, mu- movie about our expedition in Ukraine in 2011. So for them, it was like balsam. Do you know this word? No. No. What does it mean? Uh, like butter. Butter. Like yeah. soothing. Honey. Yeah, honey, like oh. honey. Oh. Because it was, um, because we show in that movie um, villages, how old people live, uh, their traditions, and most of the um, uh, diaspora community, Ukrainian community, uh, they um, came here in. Uh, in the middle of uh, 20th century. So they remember that time and for them to see this in the movie, it was like to back to their childhood and they cry, they were so happy. And you know, it was like back home. Yeah, and that's why we decided to show this movie, why not? It's that's, great. Yeah. So, and the thing is, because you're going to folk, you know, yeah. you're in a village and you're going to yeah. communities that have been like that for a long time. And that's the, the Ukraine they will remember. Whereas yeah. the Ukraine now, if they went there, they probably wouldn't recognize a lot of things. It's different. It's very different for them to to see what is now. And uh, but now is better, of course, because Ukraine is not part of Soviet Union and uh, they uh, run from that uh, regime. That's uh, uh, that's why they're here in Australia. That's why, yeah. So that's why yeah. they fled in the first place. And yeah. for people who don't know much about the um, Ukrainian-Russian relationship, can you talk a little bit about what okay. Russia was like <laughs> to the Ukraine? So. Um, Ukraine has very special uh, geographic uh, position in between Europe and between between West and East. So officially the center of Europe is in Ukraine. So all wars, all conflicts was through the Ukraine. And sometimes part of Ukraine was Russia, some parts parts of Ukraine was Europe like Austro-Horstina like uh, Poland. And that's why it's long history, history of 300 years, maybe more. Middle, uh, central and east part of Ukraine, it was longer part of Russia. So they had more influence from Russia. Uh, Originally, we are from west part of Ukraine. So we more like um, follow Ukrainian traditions, following Ukrainian. We have language, our Ukrainian. So we started to be part of Russia after Second War. 
we didn't have so much influence from Russia. Uh, but uh, after 1991, uh, situation changed, like we officially got this independence. But in fact, no. Like people still, most of people live in that regime, live in that system, and with that sinking, uh, like uh, Russian Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Especially like cent- Soviet people. Yes, Central and East Ukraine. And when first time I moved to Kyiv to um, to university, so I moved from my city from west of Ukraine 12 years ago, and it was shock for me because it was everything in Russian language. But officially we have Ukrainian language. Only one. Uh, yeah, official <coughs> yeah. language is Ukrainian, but everything in, it was not 2003, Everything was in Russian, and it was like, what? What should I do? I understand this language, but it's not my language. And most of people say, like, ah, from what village you? From what village you came? Uh, what is? It's not now our language. Our language is Russian, like that. But I say, come on, guys, open constitution, and our language wow. is Ukrainian. So we have this conflict after 1991 still, and what uh, um, and. Uh, but most of young people who was born after crash of Soviet Union, uh, they uh, start to move to another countries, to Europe, to America, to somewhere else. And they saw and see how people live. And of course, they don't want to be that stupid regime, that stupid system with this corruption. They want changing, changing, changing. We had one revolution in 2004, and most of people th- uh, thought it will be better. But system is so strong from that period, it's very hard to kill this system. It's also in your community as well. It's also not just that um, the system is strong. It's there are a lot of people who still identify more with Russia than they do with Ukraine, even though they are in the Ukraine and have been in Ukraine technically for a long time. Why do you think people identify as Russian so strongly then? Or why do they identify with a Russian identity? Because of propaganda. Yeah. Russia has very good uh, information propaganda. And propaganda. because of and because of uh, politics also because uh, uh, they, they are not in heart Ukrainians. Uh, most of our yeah. politics. Poli- politics say uh, said okay for Russian TV channels, for Russian radio, for Russian newspapers, and uh, all r- Russian uh, culture, all arts. Uh, have a strong influence uh, in Ukraine, uh, especially in east, east and south, mm. and yeah. some central regions. And that's why now we have war, war in east in two regions, uh, because uh, of this problem. In uh, 1931, uh, three, yeah, Holodomor. Mm-hmm. Oh, we Holodomor. had Holodomor, which was huge and awful. Yeah. So, like, more than 10 million people, mm. ten, 10 million people was die uh, because they don't have what to eat. They had food, but Russian... System uh, took everything. Took everything, and people die. And after they clean this land from Ukrainian people... So it's a genocide, basically. Yeah, genocide. They invite, they invite Russian people and give them this land to live there. So they lived... And now they say, it's our land. We want to be separate or we want to be mm-hmm. part of Russia. Come on, it's not our, your land. It's our land. And uh, uh, it's a very long story. It's a big, yeah. it's a big long story. And it's yeah. also something that one hour of radio is not big enough to contain. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's a long history. But, but I think ha- that we can probably talk something a little bit more recent in your history. And I think first we'll play a song by you. We'll talk a bit about this in the next mic mm-hmm. break. So we'll okay. play the song from fairly recent history. What's the name of the song that we've got? Yevrohoidelka from Maidan, from the first days of Maidan. Like in that time we had very bad uh, President Yanukovych and everyone laughed of him. And this song was like our protest of this system. So you're going to hear a little bit of revolution in a second on FBI 94.5. My name's Ash Berdebez and here's a song by Faulkner called Eurohoidalka.
tuned in to Out of the Box on FBI 94.5. My name is Ash Berdebez and with me in the studio today I have a Ukrainian band called Faulknery made of Yara and Volo and that was a track by them. A bit of a twist on your uh, Ukrainian wedding song. So can you tell me what that song is about? Uh, so uh, originally it was a um, uh, wedding song but when start revolution first days uh, we decided to change words and put some uh, words about our politics and that we don't want to be part of Russia we want to be like normal country we want to uh, live uh, with european um, rules you know so we just changed words <laughs> and uh, for Ukrainian in that time it was very important because it's like uh, it gives some pushing it open eyes like uh, because you know musicians they can uh, give a strong mes- message for people so you can uh, give some uh, chance you can give some hope or something like this you know yeah and when we uh, sing in this song in Maidan people singing with us because they don't want also uh, to to live with that uh, system with Yanukovych and his regime, and it was like very strong yeah, uh, we power. All, you know, it was power. all people in Maidan thought uh, the same. They wanted the same. Yeah. So basically, is Maidan a, a place in the Ukraine? Yeah, it's a central it's central central point. square of uh, Kiev. So yeah. yeah, the central square where everyone hangs out. So everyone went there to let the government know that they are over it, yeah. that things need to change. And this song, when did you make it then? Oh, it um, it was uh, just first uh, days of Maidan, maybe uh, during uh, one week, first week of Maidan, we did it. I uh, remember. And, yeah. and maybe, maybe I think it was first song made in Maidan. In I the think. beginning of revolution. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty punk. I feel like you're really giving the middle finger to the government there. It was, uh, I think, 25 or 27 of November 2013, mm-hmm. before beating uh, students. It was the uh, first uh, fight between uh, students and police. So protest. Yeah, protest. Yes. But it was normal protest, peaceful protest. Okay. Like, because we had hope that Yanukovych, our last president, he will... Uh, uh, resign yeah um, and and we will have this European we will be part of European Union but he didn't mm-hmm. uh, do it made and it protest was it. Uh, protest was about this yeah. because so of he, this he promised that he would yeah. sign he in the European Union and then he at the at the last moment without consulting the people of the Ukraine decided no I'm not going to sign this my allegiance is to Russia Everyone who doesn't consider themselves yeah. Russian in Ukraine went, oh, let's go to Maidan and protest. Yeah. 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 But uh, before before 29 of November 2013, it wasn't okay without any blood, without nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the night from 29 to 30 of November 2013, uh, Berkut police, like dogs of our president, start to beat, yeah? Wow, so like riot police that are sent by the president. So they don't say like, go out, go home. No, they start to... Yeah. Trying to make an example of them. It sounds like it's trying to threaten people so that they don't... Yeah, and after that start another part of revolution. More strong, like whole Ukraine Uh came to Maidan. First of uh, December, two years ago, it was around one million people. Yeah. On the street. In this street. One million people protesting. We just had a protest in Sydney that had 15,000 people and it was overwhelming. You could not see where the crowd started and where the crowd ended. So the idea of a million people on the streets is insane to me. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And and it was so strong. It was so big power. You can't imagine. You can't imagine. And it was happy, you know, like people uh, was friends. It doesn't matter in the time which language are you talking about. Uh, are you talking Russian or Ukrainian? All was together and wa- all was with the same idea. Yeah. We don't want to live anymore with that system, with that stupid rules, and we want, don't want to be part of Russia. And in that no. day, w- everyone um, saw what, what strong we are together, how yeah. strong we are. That we are really country with n- uh, people who 
have the same ideas, who have who wants to go in the same way, yeah, but not in the same with our president, yeah. with that president. <laughs> the president of Ukraine said he was going to sign onto the European Union, then he didn't, and yeah. he went with Russia instead. What happened to him in the end? Where did he go? So it was very long uh, revolution from uh, November, end of November till the end of February. Uh, and um, like... Mm, so people are probably living in Maidan. Yeah, yeah it was and very it, hard. Do you know what is Ukrainian winter? Minus 20. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Minus 20 and people are it in the stone square. And all this time people was people stayed in uh, Maidan. They lived there. Yeah. He changed each other every time and day and night. Yeah, and fantastic. lots of time um, uh, that government wanted to uh, disperse uh, the people. And what they do, what they did, it, when it was minus 10, they put water on people. What? So yes. they sprayed, they basically hosed everyone yeah. to try and, like, to freeze them? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To, that is they, so sadistic. They wanted they to wanted. people to afraid and go uh, go home, but people were so strong. They protest, 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 wow. and in one day you understand it will be it will be something more, but no one expected that it will be so much uh, death in yeah. Maidan in in three days. It was 18, 19, and twenty February, uh, two thousand fourteen. So in in these three days, more than one hundred people die because of that system killers worked you know yeah. because there were there were people sent by the government to yeah. kill people yeah government they, that president killed people and he thought yeah. they will afraid and my dad will go home no <laughs> people said no even we lost more than 100 people we will stay till the end till yeah. you will go yanukovych and one day it was 22 of february he disappeared yeah, where with, did Yanukovych go? All police. To Russia. <laughs> Off he goes. He to really Russia. disappeared. Everything been there the whole time. So everything disappeared. No yeah. police, no control. Sometimes we walk in Ukraine with Ukrainian flag, and it was danger for us. Bef- before because this, of police, yeah. because of that president, and you can and you feel the danger, you know. And when he disappeared, it was like <gasps> silent. Silent. <laughs> and what now? And people organized in Kiev, in capital, and they was police, they was control roads, they was controlling mm, not to come because we don't know, uh, we didn't know what will be. Maybe he will back with soldiers. So he didn't say anything. He's not not like, hey, so everyone, I'm just going to go to Russia for a bit and then I'm going to come back and, you know, lay down the law. So when did his administration or his government basically end? Uh, 22 of February 2014. You're very good with your dates. Because we were there. Yeah. So we were the part of these people. We were the part of revolution. And yeah. we, and if you uh, have influence, you, if you feel everything, you will remember everything, all these dates. Oh, yeah. Even the time. <laughs> we remember everything, uh, everything, every hard moments. Every we saw tragic, this death. Tragic moments. We saw yeah. this death. We saw how people die. And my work was in that moment to call the mothers of these guys who was killed by killers and said, said that your son is dead. Wait. You know? What do you mean? As in, you were the volunteers? Yeah. yeah. And someone had some work what to do because we must organize everything. So when started this uh, uh, death, when pe- when was the first die people, my work was to call the mothers of these guys and say that... I'm sorry, your son is dead. Yeah. They were killed by the government. Yeah. For protesting. Yeah. So, you know, each of my done, each of... Each people in Maidan, they have, they had some job, some work. Wow. And that's why we remember everything, all dates, all, uh, you know. Yeah. Sounds a bit traumatic, really. Uh, yeah, but it's life. It was, you know, it was something else. It wasn't crash. It wasn't shock. It wasn't something from from God, I don't know. 
like yes we lost a lot of people yes but, but it was chance for ukrainians to be normal uh, to be nor- to ukraine to be normal country so it's like to show all country that we are strong and we can uh, develop our country and we can live without that corruption so it's like we- chance it was uh, they guys was died but we saw that uh, uh, we we are growing ukraine is growing because of maidan it's like a new life new chance for our country yeah and now every month we can see this changing sorry so sad story but it's our history well we do have a song that is from maidan and it's it's a bit of an anthem from what i understand so yeah. what did you want to bring on this particular song So this song, uh, it was uh, the first, maybe number one song of um, after 20 of February, after death of these people. And what is the song about? Um, like, um, guy ask her mother, say her mother, don't cry, don't afraid. Uh, I don't know where I will die and when I will die. Only God know. But if I will die, I will die for something good. What's it called again? Picardijska tercia plivakacha. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI 94.5. My guests today are Yara and Volo from Faulknery.
For, for a while now, I've been sitting in the studio with a Ukrainian duo who came from the Ukraine on bikes yeah. all the way across the land. And then did you did you need to fly when you went over water? Yeah, from Bali, Bali to Darwin. Okay, so is that the only flight you took in the entire and trip? Se- uh, it was second uh, time. And first time it was uh, from Iran to India because of Pakistan. They didn't give us visa because of problem of... Talib and the Taliban yeah, yeah so you can't go through Pakistan yeah. I was gonna ask you what it was like going through Pakistan as well because I was imagining it would be impossible yeah yeah and that it is we were gonna have one more live song before okay. the end of the show um, and what is this one about that you're about to play now it carol so we like very much Christmas in Ukraine because it's a lot of snow very cold and we take some instruments um, gather together worst friends like 10 people five people and go and walk from house to house especially we go to villages uh, to our grandmother's grandfather's uh, home and go to their neighbors and singing carols oh that's so cute you guys you guys (laughs) a little white christmas in ukraine for you on fbi 94.5 drummer boy and all of the carols that I know that was an amazing carol by Faulknery the Ukrainian duo and they're in Sydney at the moment and if you want to catch them you'll be able to on Sunday in Kogra so this venue that you're playing at I understand it's a yoga studio yeah it or, uh, organized for us Ukrainians who live here and uh, it's a space of their friend and sometimes they do some gigs there so they um, it will be like a home uh, um, space, you know, very close uh, one to another people. So it will be, I think it will be very comfortable and very like at home. Very intimate, <laughs> a little yeah, intimate yeah, setting. Yeah, You yeah. can do some yoga beforehand and then see some live music. Yeah. And uh, I, I do believe it costs $7 for Sunday Kogra. So it's called Hatha Yoga Space. Uh, on 62 Railway Parade and starting from 5 you can rock up there and it's $7 to see Faulknery play live which you heard a bit of just then and uh, we have time in the hour for one more song which song are we going to go with? So sometimes when we are pedaling we um, want music (laughs) (laughs) to hype you up to keep your muscles going because sometimes it can be a boring road like flat no up and down and it's 
long time and it's boring and no cars, no people. So Vola has some uh, Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, <laughs> and he put African song musicians, That's and so it's good. more energetic, so it push you to pedal in quicker, <laughs> and it gives like some expression, some uh, stories in your head, so you can imagine this woman, uh, she, how she's singing, how she is. So it's like. For us, it's very important. But when you listen to music when you're riding a bike, you feel like you're in a film. You feel like you're in. You're, it's yeah. very cinematic. Like yeah. we are part of this song. Like we, it's video clip around us. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you're in your own music video. Yeah. Does that mean that you're going to be flying back to Ukraine soon? We don't want it. We want more. So in the Finnish, we said for everyone Maybe that it's, it's not, not Finnish. Finnish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if everything will be okay with visa. We'll go to Argentina, to South America, and from there continue the circle. And so we will do around the world. All the best for the rest of your travels, wherever you. they may take you. And thanks so much for coming on Out of the Box today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Ash. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Out of the Box and FBI 94.5. Beth is coming in next to take care of your lunchtime music. In the meantime, Uma Sangari.
Yeah, yeah. 